0: Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months.
1: Hello and welcome to Daily Drive. It's Tuesday, April 5th, 2022. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News. We'll be putting a bow or maybe a garbage bag on March auto sales. We've got news on a couple of key crossovers and GM looks to make more pickups. Also, dealers are still facing a big tax bill. So what's Congress gonna do about it? We'll get to that a little later. First, let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. LMC Automotive says the seasonally adjusted annualized rate of sales came in at 13.4 million for March. That's not quite as bad as expected, but still the slowest pace of the year and down from 17.8 million from a year earlier. Among the companies reporting on Monday, Ford March sales fell 27% for the company and its namesake brand. Lincoln sales were down 25%. For the quarter, Ford motor sales slid 17% as the chip shortage continued to stymie production. Ford says it ended March with 268,000 light vehicles in inventory. That's up from less than 200,000 at the end of February. We have comprehensive sales coverage at autonews.com. Looking into the product pipeline at a couple of crucial crossovers out of Japan. First, a bit of a backup at Nissan. Japan's second biggest automaker is pushing back the release date of the Aria electric crossover. The automaker says it will now go on sale in Japan on May 12th. It was previously scheduled to launch in mid-March. The delay is being blamed on the global shortage of semiconductors and other supply chain disruptions. The Aria is expected to go on sale in Europe this summer and in the U.S. this fall. Meanwhile, Honda is showing off the 2023 HRV. The crossover is growing in size and has been specifically designed for North American buyers. The second generation HRV moves to a platform shared with the Civic and features a new independent rear suspension. The automaker did not say what will power the crossover, but hinted that the engine will be more responsive. The HRV was the top selling subcompact crossover in the U.S. last year. The new model goes on sale this summer. Pricing was not announced. And finally, General Motors says it will begin building the light-duty Chevrolet Silverado at its Oshawa assembly plant in Canada. The automaker is adding a third shift to the plant to handle the production. Workers there have been building the Silverado HD for about five months. The move comes as GM firms up more than $1.6 billion in spending across its Ontario operations. Federal and local governments have pledged $207 million in matching contributions The Oshawa factory reopened last November after appearing to close its doors for good in late 2019. The added shift means GM will hire 800 more workers. And that's the news you need to know. The Treasury Department isn't convinced that auto dealers deserve tax relief because of the inventory shortage. Congress tries coming to the rescue after this
0: The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every 3 minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online ebay motors helps you meet those expectations use machine learning with our ai driven vehicle pages and you'll automatically optimize your buyers experience it's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you if you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on ebay motors it will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory. Sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362.
1: Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters. Many dealerships use the LIFO, or last-in, first-out inventory accounting method It tends to reduce taxes by assuming that the newest, likely the most expensive, vehicles get sold first. After the chip crisis left dealers with little inventory for most of last year, including at the end, many dealers didn't have the newer models to count against last year's sales. The result is that some dealers are facing outsized tax bills and taxes are coming due. There is a clause in the tax code that appears to apply to this kind of supply chain disruption But the IRS hasn't seen it that way. To try to remedy the situation, Michigan Representative Dan Kildee is introducing legislation to provide tax relief to dealers who use the LIFO system. The bill would allow dealerships to wait until as late as 2025 for their inventories to be replaced to determine the income attributable to the sale of inventory in 2021. Our Audrey LaForest is on the story in Washington. I spoke with her on Monday before the bill had officially been introduced. Audrey LaForest, welcome to Daily Drive.
2: Hi, Jamie. Thanks so much for having me.
1: You've been writing over these past couple of months about a big tax headache facing a lot of dealers around the country. Uh, what's, what is the issue with LIFO? Please uh, remind our readers, our listeners, <laughs> and who are also our readers at AutoNews.com and Automotive News In Print, uh, remind our audience what is the issue with LIFO for all these dealers?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So last in first out is a tax deferment strategy that's widely used by a majority of car dealerships, many of which are our readers. Um, The issue is that dealerships using the method rely on a steady arrival of new vehicle inventory to keep the deferment strategy stable. But As we both know, COVID-19 and the chip shortage greatly reduced the flow of vehicles to dealership lots, so they're unable to maintain a minimum level of inventory, which could trigger a large tax bill. Um, The National Automobile Dealers Association became aware of this issue and reached out to the Treasury Department on uh, LIFO tax relief in November 2020, uh, and that was Back during the Trump administration. So they asked for Section 473 relief specifically on behalf of dealers who were beginning to see some of those inventory issues because of the chip shortage. Um, And uh, under Section 473, it's part of the Internal Revenue Code, Um, it would give dealers up to three years to restore their inventories to normal levels. Um, uh,
1: good old section
2: 473. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Provision I had not heard of before reporting on this issue.
1: <laughs> so it sounds like, I mean, in the way NADA reads it, it sounds like it should apply, should apply very obviously to the situation of these dealers who can't get their inventory because there's a global chip shortage. But yeah, Treasury didn't, doesn't agree, do, do they?
2: No, no. So. So NADA, actually, they got the Alliance for Automotive Innovation involved, which represents the automakers, and they got a group of Senator Democrats, um, as well as a group of uh, U.S. representatives um, to help uh, bring this issue forward to the Treasury Department. Um, so NADA argues and the, and the groups argue that dealers qualify for the relief because actions related to COVID-19 Uh, by governments around the world caused a major foreign trade interruption, so that's made it difficult or impossible for many dealers to replace their new vehicle inventories. But Treasury responded to the lawmakers' letter, uh, both, both sides, so the Senate letter and the House of Representatives' letter, in November 2021, and basically said that businesses that primarily source and produce inventory in the U.S. are not eligible for the relief under Section 473 because, uh, or despite domestic sources or or domestic closures, sorry, closures of factories and production slowdowns during the Mm. pandemic. Um, So as far as I'm aware, there's been no further response from Treasury.
1: So NADA uh, tried to make an appeal in February warning that uh, some dealerships face tax bills coming due as soon as mid-March. No decision still, so they're, they're still on the loop, or no, you know, no uh, change of position by the IRS or by Treasury. Uh, so now there's a new development this week. What's that?
2: Yeah, so uh, Representative Dan Kildee of Michigan, he's a Democrat, he, uh, as of um, this evening still, so Monday evening, um is planning to introduce a bill uh it's supposed to be introduced today that would allow dealerships to wait until as late as 2025 for their inventories to be replaced to determine the income attributable to the sale of inventory during 2020 or 2021 so that would effectively give dealers time to restock their inventories as we get through the chip shortage and auto production returns to pre-pandemic levels um and the bill actually has bipartisan support, so Representative Jody Arrington, a Texas Republican, is also supporting the bill, um, and uh, Arrington had actually joined Kildee in an earlier letter to Treasury on this issue, so it's it's been uh, top of mind for the both of them, it seems.
1: And do we think it has bicameral support? Is there some, <laughs> enough support in the Senate? uh either from unified democrats or again a bipartisan, you know, coalition.
2: Yeah, I mean, um I'm not sure about, you know, the legislative the legislation specifically, but this issue as I mentioned earlier um has also been a priority for some senators. Um there was an earlier letter that was just signed by Senate Democrats. Um I think it was like a group of 19 and mm-hmm. uh, there was a later letter sent by some Senate Republicans. So there's definitely, it's definitely becoming a bipartisan issue in the Senate as well. Um, so I think in terms of how this plays out, it's still to be determined.
1: <laughs> well, time, and I just bring it up because time is of the essence, right? And Congress is not always the fastest entity. Uh, Tax like you said, for, I think you uh, said some company, some dealerships Uh, depending how they're structured had to file March 15th others have the filing uh, the April 15th or is it maybe April 17th uh, this year uh, because of the weekend but I mean that's coming right up that's a week or two Uh, so uh, you know that's a it's a very short amount of time to to try to get this done
2: yeah absolutely and um you know what I, I? will say probably stay tuned for a follow up story on this topic. Uh, kind of looking into, you know, how dealers might be handling this. But yeah, I mean, as far as I know, um, some dealers may have filed for an extension um, to kind of give them some time. Maybe you know, in hopes of Treasury taking action or something developing in Congress or you know, maybe they're waiting for additional guidance from NADA. Um, others, you know, might just be working with their accountants to explore their options. So it it really depends on, um, you know, on, on what they're thinking might be best.
1: The clock is ticking. Audrey, thanks so much. Appreciate your coverage.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters you can get news on dealers, Congress, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Thanks to Nathan Kadick for editing today's show. Thanks to the ANTV team and web editor Victor Galvan for their help. And thanks to you for listening and making this show part of your daily routine. Now let's all get back to work.